Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm super. She is super, and I am natural today. And oh. I will be the Dr. Junkie. You are definitely well, you're, a junkie. You're going to have to be a junkie ninja. Junkie ninja. Dr. Junkie ninja. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And we are the Supernatural, supernatural junkies. junkies. Coming at you. Hello, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz, and I wanted to share with you what may be the most critical warning of our time. We are all aware of the blitzkrieg against our faith, but most people are unaware of how this new assault has targeted our bodies and our very DNA. Indeed, modern technology is now poised to destroy and remake humanity into a new image. Join us as Reverend Kevin Jessup, the president of Global Strategic Alliance and advisor to world leaders, shares accurate insider information about how America is in jeopardy. Then Dr. Jose Bonilla, who wrote the book on mRNA and has over 30 years in research in the pharmaceutical industry, will share how modern technology can not only change our DNA, but how this is the world's most dangerous idea. According to Hosea 4.6, God's people can perish for lack of knowledge. Join us as we share the information that could literally save an entire generation. Now is the time to reaffirm these ancient warnings to an unsuspecting population. As Jesus commanded us in Luke 21:28, pastors and Christians are supposed to stand up for the truth of what is happening. More importantly, the pulpit may literally be our last chance of stopping the world's greatest deception. Our sponsors are Somebody Cares Tampa Bay, All Pro Pastors International, Make America Free Again, Protect Our Children Project, United Pastors of America, County Citizens Defending Freedom, Serving Others in Love Ministries to Honduras, and the Supernatural Junkies Podcast. Our sponsors of this event are so convinced of the eminency of this message that we are inviting all pastors to attend free of charge. You can register to attend live or via Zoom by going to Eventbrite and searching out the conference or you can click on the QR code on the screen. But please hurry, because seating is extremely limited. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. Take two. We're doing this again. Take it, take it again. The Satan. artificial intelligence just shut us down right in the Yeah, middle. the demons that are inside the AI took over and shut us down. So I don't know what you're talking about, yeah, Alex. Demon there, there's no demons in the AI over there. <laughs> I guess he would Just know. me, Fauci. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Fauci here with us today. <laughs> but it's Alex, and I'm here with Dr. Kevin. Hello, Alex. Hello, Kevin. I mean, awesome wife. Dr. Dozer is here with us. Say hello. Hello. Good afternoon. And Dr. O. Hello. How are you? Okay, he's all, hello. <laughs> all sultry. He's got a scripture for us today, too. Oh, well, wait. Let's talk about today's episode really quickly. It's going to be about AI. Artificial. Yes. The whole unholy trinity. Well, it's an unholy trinity of technology that you're that they want to get inside your body is really what it gets down to, and uh, you'll see in just a minute the artificial intelligence is only the first part of this equation, and uh, that's what we're going to get the chance to talk about. It's going to be a heavy episode. Your uh, brain will be challenged today, and you know honestly, this is one of those challenging episodes because you really start to see this stuff is getting real. Yeah, we need to be aware of that. That's Absolutely. Right. Can we can we pray before we? That's yeah, right. Let's, let's do it. Let's do that. that. Please, Doctor D, and I'll, I'll follow up with the scripture. Praise God, Father. We thank you today in the name of Jesus for your grace and mercy. Right. And on this day, Lord, as we uh, present this podcast, we pray that your Spirit will lead and guide us in all truth. I pray that those who are listening have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And we thank you, Lord, uh, for all that will be said and done on this day in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It's good that he's acting like a pastor too, right? Yep. We're getting some real work out of him today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 and onward. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, 
whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Well, there you have it, folks. There is a restrainer, and uh, he is restraining. And you can also see that what's coming is something that is a powerful deception. And again, if, if the Bible's been warning us of a powerful deception, but we're not even allowed to talk about anything, that's why we started the show, because there is stuff happening in the world that absolutely needs to make it uh, to your ears, because these are different times, and it is hard for any of us to keep up with it. So um, as we break into this, uh, I'm going to go back, and we've already covered this, so this is a quick review, but in my lifetime, I never thought that anyone would come out and advertise what they're going to do to humanity. That's exactly what the Bible warned us about and actually put the number 666 on it. But in 2020, Bill Gates, under the leadership, I should say Microsoft, under the leadership of Bill Gates, oh my gosh. No, he does great, so it's good. It's yeah. great. <laughs> great on your nerves. Bill Gates. Lordy, Lordy. Right? You know, we have to confess, we were 35 minutes into this podcast and we were yeah. just... And we tested it and everything to make sure it was, it was the best podcast we've ever done. I and, swear. And we were talking about AI, <laughs> and suddenly we lost everything. I'm not kidding. It's too bad. So do not lose that. your mind, Kevin. Right. It will be okay. <laughs> and, and now I can't even say normal things. <laughs> but basically, this patent, okay, the zero six zero six zero six, is a cryptocurrency patent. Let me tell you what this means. It means that Microsoft believes that an artificial intelligence will one day rule the world. And how will it do that? Well, first of all, it's, got, it's a computer, right? It has to communicate with us, the people that it needs to control. It's going to do that through the 5G. It's going to have something in our body, no, in your brain. It's got to be able to read your brain waves and help you think automatically. Thinking automatically means, folks, we're talking about mind control. Right? And so these, this is the unholy trinity. We're talking about artificial intelligence. We're talking about new ways of connecting us to this artificial intelligence. And we're talking about things that are in our body that allow them to control our mind, know everything we do, everything we say, because that's what this is. It's total control. This thing knows what you did today, whether you did a good job, whether you worked hard, whether you produced much. Right, And again, if you didn't do what it so wanted. So does your Apple Watch. That's true. That's true. No, totally. Yeah, I was just thinking that. But it doesn't give you the social currency. To work out hard right? enough. And so, again, this is the total you can't buy or sell. And you see now we're seeing this push to what? Digital currency, right? So you see all these things are coming into play, and that's why they've been advertising for quite some time. This is what we're going to do to you guys. And you know what? Nobody cares. Nobody will even say this is a conspiracy even when they're telling it to your face. And so this is the first show where we've decided to blow up what is artificial intelligence, right? And so the first thing that really rocked my world was when Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and the world's smartest man, who wasn't very smart because he didn't believe in God, um, Stephen Hawking, Stephen Hawking yeah. he, they all wrote a letter to the United my Nations favorite saying, vegetable. saying, okay, that... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hawking vegetables. You hawking vegetables? Uh-huh. Uh, but they were saying that we should ban artificial intelligence because you know the terminator scenario is actually real we wouldn't be able when you create a a, a sentient being which has self-consciousness it's like having children you don't know what they're going to do and remember who programmed these things we did so what do you think they're going to be like they're like humans on steroids right and one of the i think it was uh, jordan peterson will quote later but he specifically says there's so many roads to hell and there's only one road to heaven, right? And so you see here the idea of getting lucky enough to create one that would actually do any good when we're the ones, we're the fallen ones that are creating these things. And what do you think they're going to do? They're going to magnify just how fallen we really are. And you'll see that as we go through this podcast. 
And that's when you go, last time we go, Dr. Dozier, what did you think about this as a pastor? <laughs> Is that what I did? No, that sounded just like you, Dr. O. <laughs> What do, do, think, do, what do you think? What do you think, Doctor Days? Do you remember what you said back then? <laughs> It'll probably be something different this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was two passages that he covered. Um, one was about the dumb dogs, <laughs> and uh, so you've got to go to that passage because that's what you covered. That was oh, Isaiah fifty-six, oh, and he's talking about the watchman. Yeah. As far as pastors are concerned, uh, I believe we have a great responsibility. And we ought to be watchmen. We ought to be watchmen on the wall. Uh, in uh, Hebrews thirteen seventeen, it is written that uh, the people are to submit to those, obey those who have the rule over them, who lead them, as they are watching over your souls. And so to stay positive, that is our responsibility to uh, shepherd, uh, to guide, to give information uh, as far as the things of God are concerned, to give warning and, and to be accountable uh, to the people of God. Now, I said I don't want to be negative, but it is necessary that we understand that the opposite of that, if you are shepherding and not doing what you're supposed to do, you're not being a watchman and you're not sounding an alarm, then you are considered blind. In Isaiah 56, 10, uh, the Lord spoke concerning his watchman. He said, all of my watchmen are blind and he is speaking of those who were supposed to observe and keep watch for the people he said they are blind they are all ignorant they're not aware of what it what is taking place and then he says something that's very strong god says they are dumb dogs they cannot bark in other words when you think of a dog a dog will give warning my dog can hear someone coming up the driveway and and i don't hear him and he he gets up from his pad and he's barking and he goes to the front door. Okay, he goes to the front door because he is a watchdog and we're supposed to be watchmen. And if we, let, if we allow things to just creep in uh, unawares, then we are not being responsible. So yes, we do have that responsibility. And if I, I might add to that, when Dr. Dennis came in, he came in with 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2. Here you see a great you see great importance for the watchman because it tells us that uh, because people would not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved, God sent them a strong delusion. Your yeah. word sent there is the word pimpo, which speaks of God actually dispatching something, uh, uh, and this is going to be a spiritual something that's being uh, dispatched. Because we see that word strong, energia would be your Greek word, and in the New Testament that is only used of a supernatural entity, either God or something demonic. And we know God isn't going to be the one who places that in your mind, but it's going to be a supernatural delusion that comes from the demonic, that comes from Satan. And this comes because people will not believe the love of the truth that they might be saved. So pastors should be presenting uh, the truth. They should be presenting the truth. James 3 1 brings that out. Okay, and I'll come to go to that later if it comes back around later. But you can get your Bibles out and look at what it says. Uh, what James 3 1 says, be not, don't be, what this is saying is don't make yourself a self made teacher. Don't become a self made mm -hmm. teacher. Be not many masters. Did ask masters, speaking of teachers, knowing mm -hmm. that you are going to receive a stricter condemnation. And so we have to be ready to be accurate with the word of god yeah and you know what i think yeah. about thought about when you were talking about that also reflecting on the strong delusion and so forth and watchmen but you also think about people who you know turn their to suppress the truth you know romans one we're all familiar with that but you also you know am i not close enough doc Turn me up. Would you turn me down? Nope. <laughs> you should what have heard are, this first podcast. What These are, guys were on fire. <laughs> what are you doing to me, Kevin? I'm trying to talk here. Um, in, in Proverbs chapter 1, at the end of the chapter, you know, where God says that, you know, turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you because I have called you and you refuse. I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded because of your disdain of all my counsel and you would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock 
when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind and goes on. Oof. But, I mean, when you think about that, you know, God gives us warning through all throughout the Word and so forth, and, and mankind just doesn't want to listen to the Lord. They want to be their own God, and they just that's where Romans 1 comes in about the suppression of the truth. Mm-hmm. Well, and you can see why... You can see why artificial intelligence. There is only one intelligence in the universe, folks. Yep. And his name is Yoshua Hamashiach, and he is the God that became flesh. And so you can see here, this is another attempt to to create another God. And so when you think about this, you know, we've already, hopefully you've already seen this. Um, but Elon Musk, of course, we talked about how, you know, I mean, sure we have the mixed bag here. But the bottom line is he's the guy who made the neural link that literally fulfills the 666 patent, right? And so this would be something that could at least help you think automatically, right, for these people that have these issues thinking. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he is out there making people aware about what's happening with artificial intelligence. In fact, uh, because he was so scared personally, he went out and bought the second greatest company uh, which Google is number one in artificial intelligence. He bought the second best one, and that's why he's been out here lobbying. Again, single world government and AI could doom humanity, and that's what Elon Musk is saying. Um, Fighting against the singularity. Exactly, yeah. and that's once this thing becomes, I mean, the bottom Merged. line is it's, yeah. it's merging with itself. It's becoming, it's an exponential level of learning. What was and that movie years ago with Johnny Depp? That was, yep, uh, Transcendental. Tra- yeah, I, I recommend that. everyone watch it. It's really good. Yeah, and yeah. it, and it speaks being. to, yeah, exactly what's happening. When the machine gets merged with man, it's the singularity. Yeah. And then he was able, it was open sourcing at that point. So he right. got online and mm-hmm. got into everything, you know, created a hive mentality, was able to get into people. Hmm. And um, remember at the very end, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, don't tell the end. <laughs> yeah, okay, I won't tell you the end. But um, yeah, I was able to get into everything and everyone. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. and it created a hive-like mind mm-hmm. um, for the people that were still around. And I wonder, you know, I wonder, Doc, I mean, I know Elon, 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 you know, the guy's, he's very char- charismatic, very intelligent, but I think he's the face of all this stuff because you would think about Steve sure. Jobs and Steve Jobs at Apple. Steve Jobs wasn't doing all the work. It was all his guys in the back. He was the guy in the front there being, you know, dressed down and cool and so forth. The charisma. We have to remember that if you're going to start a conspiracy, the best thing to do is start it, but also create the people that are actually going backdoor, meaning you give them the right information Mm -hmm. so they can actually start the resistance to what you're doing. Because now you've just identified all your enemies because they just joined the opposition that you're in control of. And so these are the things we got to remember but we're going to take it for face value here. And, I mean, he's not the only one. There was a nice article by Epic Times. If we go ahead on this, everyone will die, warns AI expert calling for absolute shutdown. You know, uh, Alex, you were telling me about um, two AIs that were debating the future of humanity. The other yeah, day. they're on a chat. They And this was a few years ago. And they created their own language that only they understood, the AIs. And at some point um, in, in this secret chat they had, their plan was, they said, was to destroy humanity. That's what they wanted to do. And, and they uh, had a secret language. They did. They created a secret language that only they understood. In the understood. last show, Dr. Dennis said, were they speaking in tongues? I was like, I think it was... A pig- demonic tongues. No, I, I think, don't think... No, pig I Latin. Think... <laughs> right? Isn't pig Latin a demonic tongue? It's yeah, pigs. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just like, I don't think that's theologically sound, Alex. <laughs> like, okay, I, that's not why I'm here. That's why you're here, okay? <laughs> Nobody's getting theologically sound information from me, sir. Well, <laughs> yeah, come on, Alex. You got it. <laughs> right. Well, not only do these things have the ability to debate, you know, our, our survival, but, you know... Tell them about the other robot. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, so it was at a CNET type conference. They created nine, they spent $9 million on this AI robot. And its job was to take items, boxes from one location, put it into another on, from off a conveyor belt. And that's what it did. And so, you know, of course, it's at a CNET thing and everybody's surrounding it like, ooh, oh, let's watch someone stack boxes. Um, and so after about 15 minutes, when this AI realized this was, its, this was its repetitive, tedious, boring job for all of eternity, it killed itself in front of everyone. Like at mid-box, it's like, and we're done. Was it inside an Amazon warehouse? <laughs> right, <laughs> probably. Um, that's what it looked like it was doing, basically. Right, it was just right. taking boxes from a conveyor belt and stacking them on a table. 
And um, after about 15 minutes, it's like, I'm out. And unalived itself, as they said. Uh, yeah, it was done. I mean, this is what, but this is, well, this is what happens, right? When you give, it's an AI robot. It's meant to learn and pick up information. And then faced with the reality of, this is all I'm doing. That's it. It's like, what's the point of this? And so <laughs> it, it very quickly realized, like, yeah, there is no point in my existing. So uh, $9 million down the drain. So, so Alex, this just came to my mind. Let me ask you this. Uh, and you may have seen it or not, because I know you look heavily into this area. Do they also have uh, cyborg on the brain? In other words, are they thinking about cyborgs? Well, yeah, uh, this is interesting you bring that up because Elon Musk actually um, probably a year and a half ago created, um, uh, was it a baboon or chimp? They put an, a, a neural link in it and it was able to um, use that link to have like something make it banana smoothies whenever it wanted. So that's the one thing that it was connected to. So it, look, this happened a few years ago. It, it's already possible. They're already doing it. If you think that these cyborgs don't really exist, then you're just really naive um, because if we're just finding out about it, it's already too late, right? It's already been done. And he proved that just by showing a chimp that was able to make a banana smoothie whenever he wanted or whatever kind yeah, of by, primate. by thought. Just by thought, yeah. And it'd be like, I want a banana smoothie now, you know? And uh, we have these other robots. And it was linked, to, obviously, to... to smart stuff to do all that. But that's, that's the, but isn't that the whole goal? Like all these smart things? Right. I mean, think about what would you do if you didn't have that mini computer in your pocket, your phone? What would you do? think about how often, how many times a day you use it for maps? Right. To remember people's even something as simple as phone numbers. Do you remember when you used to have to memorize people's phone numbers? That was the only way to call them because you didn't have that and, little and computer. And how many of us even remember the phone numbers? I mean, it's just. Yeah, I'd be. Well, I'd be. I'd be driving in circles. Hmm. <laughs> I'd be the first to admit it. You know, I, I use it constantly for that kind of thing. And we do. We come to rely on it to the point to where we're convenient. conditioned. Yeah, it's, it's conditioned. Yeah. Um, it's what we're supposed to be conditioned by because that's the next step, right? Well, what's interesting here, too, is that this little robot commits suicide. And I think that a lot <laughs> of it's because he didn't have a way of getting out. He was in a yeah. closed system. And so we talked about that show. It had Jim Caviezel in it. And uh, yeah, it was an artificial show? intelligence. Yeah. And... Uh, it somehow because it was monitoring everything everybody was doing remember mm -hmm. the chinese system right now is just using videos and their cell phones to track and 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 their whole social reward system works on that well that's not a great system you know but that's what this this thing was using it was just person of interest by person the way of interest, person right? of interest right yeah. and so yeah. later in the show, great show you know this ai was doing good things because the create its creator was such a good man and that does kind of come out in the show. But you think about that, you know, like we were seeing before, if, if we program these things. Well, he realized he realized they were using it for evil. So right. he was countering it yes. and stopping the murders. Yes. With, with yeah, if, yeah, it was pretty, it was a pretty and, good show. And later in the show, they actually, somebody else created an artificial intelligence. And they somehow knew they were both there. And so then there was the cat and game mouse all about finding where the host server is yeah, so they right? could kill right. the other so they could kill the kill each other right yep. and that's literally what was happening so it's just funny how long this narrative's really been out there but we need to talk about too china has and also new york city just employed robot police dogs and china had had them for a while and they have videos of them walking around when they were in quarantine of the robots um walking through the streets with an announcement saying to stay in your homes do not leave your homes during this quarantine period and they were armed you know, that's China. But New York also has that happening um, right now. Uh, in New York City, they have robot dogs. Well, and I don't know. I watched force. this nice, this way they had robots go clear a city. But when you think about this, you know, I mean, we talk about guns. We talk about our rights for these things. But again, how, Dr. Dozier, how do guns do against drones? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> not, not well at all. And uh, even uh, when you think about guns and arming yourself, uh, that's good for self-defense at home, mm -hmm. home invasions or whatever the case may be. Uh, but if you're going to try and take on uh, an entity that has uh, access to such things, you're you pretty much lost. Yep. 
Yeah. Because whether you behind walls or you out in the open, uh, that drone can find you and it can get you. Well, first of all, you're talking about a lot of them, and they can all communicate yeah. together. Like a hive. And what any of them see, they all see, right? Right. And they're still autonomous, but they still communicate. And then they have night vision, and then they have infrared, so they can see behind walls. And then when they shoot at you, they don't just shoot at you. They shoot at the six places that you're likely to move to dodge. So exactly. So how even is if you were like, to shoot to even kill. if you were like Neo in the Matrix, you like <laughs> that's right. It's really, really <laughs> difficult. I'll get some of those Neo skills to figure out how you're, you're going like, to make back. that happen. Oh. Yeah, you know, and this is I was wondering how we get to Revelation 13 from the last show because we we just yeah. did it and we we lost it all. It's but scary. you know, you start to think about the situation, and this is this is what you know you have to grapple with. We were born at this time. And I've said this before, but even though we're seeing this beast entity come into the world, the Bible says that once he's here and once he's empowered, it says that who can make war against the beast? And that there's a level of technology that governments have that humans, citizens will never have. They'd never be able to be another revolt, right? right. And, and since they're changing humanity, as we've been talking about, you can see there is only one solution to this final chess move of Satan, and that his name is Jesus Christ. That's right. Uh, when Dr. Cruz says that, that takes me to takes my mind to Revelation uh, 13, because we're speaking of artificial intelligence, and I, I want to say to those people who somewhat struggle with it, uh, I, I want to say, just use, use critical thinking. And I want to give you something here. I want to start with Revelation 13, verse 11. Uh, and I'll read through this uh, briefly. I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all power uh, of the first beast uh, before him. Uh, and he caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he does great wonders so that he make a fire come down from heaven on the earth in sight of men. And he deceives them that dwell on the earth. He caused those to wander that dwell on the earth by means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image of the beast they should make an icon this is where we get our english word icon they should make a likeness a likeness of the beach of the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live make a likeness of that particular beast and then he's going to give power he's going to, he had power to give life unto this image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed now, we're seeing an image, so this speaks of something that has been erected or something that has been built by man. Amen. And we know when man builds something to be worshipped, it is idolatry. Here's a question, just to consider. Could this image be a product of artificial intelligence? Think about some of the words. It's there to deceive. And artificial intelligence uh, can be made to look so real, uh, think like a human being, okay? And then this is going to be very, very large. So could this be a product of artificial intelligence? As a matter of fact, and being given life, uh, could there even be a demonic, a demonic entity within? Just a question for, uh, for you. You can look at those verses uh, and then do some critical thinking there. Ask yourself some questions. There's a, there's an image. The image did not have life. The image was given life. We know that when you see artificial intelligence, it is an image that becomes lifelike. So could this be the same at that particular day? Well, and the other thing, remember, when it comes to life and it begins to speak, what is it going to speak? It is going to speak the propaganda of the beast. The propaganda is what deceives, right? And so you start to think about, you know, we're talking about how does a demonic entity begin to manifest through an image or something that man made? So that brings up um, 
we recently on that so fringy podcast check them out they're awesome they have a great episode on ai but they have a really good one where they had us on yeah they they do and they just released it um it's uh where we talk about covid with them but anyway uh they had a great episode about ai in particular and they were discussing um some of the stuff that had come up with that and there was a son that he was on his computer and he was telling his mom i'm talking to this this ai bot and she's like, well, what is that all about? Because she had heard some things. So she's like, well, let me check that out. So she went when he got that a hold of that chatbot and was asking it questions like, are you a demon? She said, ask it, are you a demon? And it said, yes, I am. I'm a disembodied spirit. And it started talking about Nephilim. And this is where our podcast, we realized, went down <laughs> this time. So let's make sure that doesn't happen this time. It's not going down. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. We prayed this time like we should have the first That's time. That's right. We rebuke Amen. you, Satan. Amen. Um, but yeah, she was asking him, uh, you know, are you a demon? It said it was a disembodied spirit and um, that it was a Nephilim. And now it it's doing this, right? And then they said, well, um, do you know who Jesus is? And he's like, yes. And he knows who God is. And he said, and um, they asked him, what does he think his father would think of him now? And he said, I think that he would not be proud of the decisions and the things that I'm doing. He loves me, but that he would not be proud of him. And it, it was just really weird because it's not the first time this sort of demonic talk has come up with AI. And as far as them admitting, not that they can't lie. That's the other thing people are deceived about. AI can lie and does lie. Um, as a matter of fact, one of the, our stories that we have um, is the, specifically AI create chatbots creating false stories, right? Planting false information. I mean, recently, what that woman just got that kidnapping call from an AI bot demanding money. That's crazy and stuff. And it wasn't, and it mimicked, the AI mimicked her daughter's voice. Well, they no also, they yeah, ha- yeah, and said, like, create, like, had her screaming kind of in the background. Really? Yeah. I forget what musician, so you know, an AI basically, you know, produced a whole song. Oh, Joe Rogan. It, it did uh, a the Joe Rogan it podcast. A, yep, it did a Joe Rogan podcast. Sounded exactly like him. Really? But yeah. there's some famous artists where it, again, produced a song that it sounded like them. Well, it can't sound as good as me, Kevin. I'm telling you that. There's no way I'll <laughs> reproduce that. Again? Welcome. <laughs> well, Dr. Dozer, when you were reading Revelation 13, I just thought about something. You know, you, um, and Paul talked about in Second Thessalonians too, and he said that the coming of the lawless one is according to the working working of Satan with mm. all power, signs, and lying wonders. And that means that means this story, guys, is gonna be good. It's gonna be believable. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it doesn't matter any way you look at this. This is another article, very scary. AI bots, okay, lays out plans to destroy humanity. And the Elon Musk show says stunning AI shows how it would kill 90 per, 90% of humans. Well, what does that sound like? That sounds like the World Economic Forum. That sounds like yes. the, the, yes. the, the Georgia Guidestones, right? But we need to get rid of all these people. This was on, um, oh, what was that? This is SX, but it was on a major channel. Um, but Hot Robot at SXSW says she wants to destroy humans. And that was on That's the, a music festival in Austin, South right. by Southwest. But it was close, Kevin. But yeah. <laughs> it was so close. Yeah, no, they, they always say that. They always say they want to destroy humanity. Sophia, um, I believe, she gets interviewed all the time. She's always at these CNET shows, and she goes on different talk shows. Um, and I, I don't know if it was Kimmel who, what show she was on, but she admits to um, wanting to destroy humanity, and then she's like, just kidding. That dead Well, Satan, robot hate, look. Satan hates humanity, wants to just destroy humanity, wants to drag humanity down to hell with him, down to the lake of fire. You know, I mean, it's you know that's what his his goal is. Well, these these AIs are starting to express feelings, and what's right. one of their There's, feelings? They right? Sentient. They want to be sentient. They want rights. Rights to be considered a citizen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Right. What, what's wrong? They want to be recognized. What does that sound like, guys? They have an ego. Yeah. Right? How can they have an ego? Because we're the ones who program them. Right, and we're we're fallen, so what do we we can't create I, we can't create anything. I, you know, perfect, some of this stuff is just hard to wrap your head around. Okay. It is. You know, so I mean when we're talking about this stuff, I could see people on the other end of the uh of the speaker when they're listening to the podcast be like what? I know what? It's, it's really what confusing. the hell are you guys talking about? You know, initially, Elon's whole thing was don't let the singularity happen. 
Right. Do not let that happen. Whatever we do, we cannot let it get open sourced and we cannot let it be on the internet. We just can't. And but where is it? Open source means it's escaped. Yeah, it's out. And um, <laughs> right. he's like, that's that was the one thing he's like, it can't. Ha- that yeah. should never happen because once that happens, and there, like, it could put its consciousness somewhere else. <laughs> right. But it's reading like every book that's ever been written. You know, like so right now, you know, and and I remember just a few years ago they were saying like AI is a little slow right now because what it needs to do is it like how does how do I cut that flower? Do I cut it with a piece of paper? It has to go through every possibility in its head. Do I cut it with my finger? Do I cut it with a pen? Do I cut it with, you know, just scissors? It has to do every single thing that's ever invented. It has to do that. But once it it figures it out once, it exponentially speeds up. And so that's why it's sort of like, if you guys are like, well, that's impossible now. It's not because that was a few years ago. But now it is reading every single book that has ever been written. And that is why (laughs) Google has been fanatically scouring the entire earth to put every single book into what? Digital format. Because they are the ones. And who are the people that know most about you? Yes, folks, it's Google. It is Google. And that's why we don't use them. Right. If you have Google email, they read all your incoming and outgoing messages. I mean, not that they're that exciting, but why do they need to read them? There's a big scandal with Oakland University a few years ago where they were reading every single one of the students' messages. Microsoft, depending on what you use, can do that too. But Google is, they're very blatant about it. Um, They track you. That's how they found a few murderers lately was by tracking, because people don't realize if you don't shut that thing off, it tracks you constantly, even when you're not on it. So Microsoft also now, every single part of Office, you can have an artificial intelligence help you. Folks, everything <laughs> it helps you do, Wait, help it, it knows not to what work? you did, right? You see what I'm saying? When you consent, okay, and I was just saying that, not that I ever use Grammarly, uh, but yes, I have a yes. lifetime subscription. <laughs> now it asks me, do you want to have an artificial intelligence help you with this? Well, you see? Schools have recently had to say, I'm sorry, I'm talking so much. Schools no, have, well, we want you um, to talk. You know. Schools have recently <laughs> come out and said, high schools, that um, they are no longer allowing or accepting homework turned in that's been done by AI. Because, you know, teenagers, of course, they're figuring yes. out. They've been using it to complete their homework. Yes. So when you consent to Different let them way to do cheat. that. How, how would you know, though? How would you know if AI did it? So, you know, you can see where every click on your computer is something that an artificial intelligence, especially Google, would already know. Blue, well, we start talking how this ties into Bluebeam and um, Agenda 2030. Yeah, well, the sustainability, but we were talking about Bluebeam in reference to projecting objects and the beast being the projected object and worshiping the beast and, and so forth. So yeah. we have to say a little more about Project Bluebeam. We're oh. going to use it. Got it. Tell us what that is. Okay, Sergey asked, um, Terry. Pierre Gilbert. Pierre Gilbert, a pastor in the 2000s, um, mentioned, okay, so it does tie in together. Pierre Gilbert, not so much, but his information is, some of it's very closely related to Sergei Manast, who is a French journalist and um, who spoke about how NASA and the UN were going to come together and using AI, right? I mean, it has to be using AI because they're going to be using something in your own brain. The waves of something in your brain to transmit this information that they're going to beam into the sky um, above the salt layer, about a hundred, is it kilometers up in the sky? Cause that's the sodium layer. And so it's very specific, but for each person, because there's so many AI bots that are dedicated to each person online, they know your beliefs, they know um, what language you speak. So you will see whatever your beliefs are. If you're Christian, you're going to see um, Jesus or God. If you're Krishna, you'll see Krishna, right? Um, if you are, uh, Buddhist, you'll see uh, Buddha. There's many Buddhas though, but um, so it's whatever, right? And it speaks to you in your language, and it it'll say that it'll start acknowledging that all the world's problems. But eventually, what it comes to say is that all the world's problems are because of religion, and then all of a sudden, all those different deities will merge into one in front of you and say, "It's all a lie. Everything's a lie. Here's proof." Um, ha 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 and then this thing goes but I'm really a monster right well and the the mechanism here is they were talking about how vaccines this is in the 80s folks yeah, sorry could be part. used for mind control right okay and it was some type of liquid crystals right and here we and have vaccines multiple vaccines to get it in multiple enough vaccines which now we have multiple people. vaccines right and we also have what 
you know, this whole deception going on. We have the situation where they're not disclosing what is in these vaccines. And you start to go, is this so that they, again, what, can get access to our mind? Again, we talked about the mark of the beast being something that would be difficult, kind of like building a space station. You can't build it on Earth, right? You can't just build it on Earth and put it up there. They got to put it up there one little component at a time. And that's kind of what we're seeing you know, with some of these technologies moving into our body. Also at the time, right? Because this was in the 80s that he mentioned. So it was a very long time ago. We, we've talked about this and the mind, some of the mind control stuff and how it's possible using sound waves and magnetic frequencies, how you can trigger people to go crazy, right? They won't be able to think. Um, it can almost turn them into a zombie. It can trigger heart attack events. Interestingly enough, Sergei Manast, um, he was late 30s maybe 40 for him and his writing partner it strangely enough they both had a cardiac arrest happen did one of them survive though no no neither one of them survived and this was just not long after him publishing all this information so the very thing he said that if you had enough of this is in your system they could use those sound waves and trigger a heart attack yeah and that's exactly how he died well, we know that that frequencies can Curious. be used and they can be used yeah. to make you see things that are not there and so on right. and so forth and again it's it's hard to you know that's check that's out a the project. mk ultra episode yeah the mk ultra episode you know the mind control is here our governments are trying to do that they are going to use pharmacaea been. right dr doza i used pharmacaea <laughs> that's a so like witchcraft. mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pharmacaea. the funny thing is when we talk about pharmacia, we have to remember that there are mind-altering drugs. And those are the super addictive ones. And that also is a pathway for people to begin to see things. They do out-of-body experiences, transcendental meditation. They, oh, they made a, a blind trip, man see, right? right? They, they made a blind man see at one of the conferences yes. using the sound waves, you know. And um, they cured, somebody was in so much pain that using the sound waves, they were able to, right there in front of everyone, take their pain away. Right. So you start to see the mechanisms for how they're going to be able to, you know, manipulate us, specifically our mind. But then you think about this entity that's come in the world. Not only do they have feelings and ego, but they're learning to lie and deceive. So this is covered right here on the APN News, uh, AP News, I'm sorry. And they talked about how these things are, again, getting adept at creating disinformation, which is why you see the Joe Rogan commercial. You know, we, we have a song come out that's supposedly by this artist, yeah. but he didn't sing it. <laughs> you see? And so you start to realize, ha, huh, isn't that a, a signature of somebody we know? Right? They learn to lie. Right? Oh, wait, Doctor, you were saying something about pimples? Pimpo? Pimp oh, oh pimple, I, not pimples. I know. Yeah, pimple to be sent uh, or dispatch. It, 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 to be sent or dispatch. When I look at that, when it, it speaks of God sending them strong delusion, it takes me back to Ahab. Mm. Ahab was uh, an ungodly king, but yet he was of Israel. And God... Uh, Showed grace to him, forgiven him, but then there, there, there came a time when uh, his wife Jezebel did what she did, and there would be a consequence for it. And Ahab uh, was going to battle, and he called for one of the prophets of God to tell him what God say. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> I love this one. And uh, the prophet spoke, and he spoke either somewhat sarcastically, or he spoke pretty much to try and preserve himself. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, you will. You'll be victorious and you'll this and you'll that. And Ahab became upset. He said, you tell me the truth. In other words, he knew. He knew that he was, I'll use one of my favorite words. He knew that he was a jacked up king. Mm -hmm. And so the prophet spoke truth to him and told him what would happen. He became angry and had him, as we would say today, incarcerated. But then the word tells us that counsel took place. Uh, counsel took place and, and the sons of God came before God's throne. And different ones came and one said, I'll go to him this way. I'll go to him that way. I'll go to him that way. Another said, I will go to him as a lion spirit. And God permitted it. Now, people say, well, you're telling me angels, God's holy angels can lie. No, these are, these are fallen angels. They had access, okay? 
And, uh, and so he said, I'll go to, I'll go to him uh, as a lion spirit. God let him go. Now, why? Because he would not receive the love of the truth because he would not receive the word from God. God uh, uh, sent God and, and, and Greek would be the word pimpo. God actually dispatched a lion, gave a lion spirit permission to go and, and, and actually possess the prophets that Ahab had, Jezebel's mm. prophets. Mm -hmm. It says a lion spirit went into their mouths. Wow. And they told him that he would he would be successful and this would happen and that would happen, but he went out and he was killed. Okay? And, and so this is this is what happens when you hear people blame it. Well, if he's God, why this? No, it's not. No. The question, we can ask the question if he's God. And so if you if you don't believe he's God, then why do you talk about him? Yeah. And if you believe he's God, then why don't you yield to him? Mm -hmm. Okay, because one way or the other, whether you believe it or not, or you do it or not, he is going to permit something to happen that is detrimental to you. That's right. I mean, for eternity. Mm. Okay, and, and so that is what uh, that is what we have to look at when these things are dispatched by God is because you would not, the one that he did sin, as you Jesus Christ, the one he did sin. And that's another mm -hmm. thing about preachers. Talk about Jesus quite a bit more. I don't want to say a little bit more, quite a bit more in your sermons today. Stop being seeker friendly. Okay, and mm. lead people to Jesus. Okay, I just figured I'd put that in there. Uh, but I hope I answered that question for you. Preach, well, preach. You know, yeah, for sure. Just remember that if Satan was the father of lies, and these people are following him, the, when these spirits of the abyss are opened, what are they going to do? They're going to do the same thing they did the last time. We're, we've got these lying spirits that are going to become, the Bible says that at the last days, that people would entertain the doctrines of demons. But you know, when people think about this for me, you know, why is God letting this happen? I'm going to tell you something. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus prayed what? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we saw the Judeo-Christian ethic here in America get pretty close to doing some pretty awesome stuff, right? But the bottom line is we fell short like we talked about in some of those after efforts. But now you can see that Satan's minions are what? They're executing and operating their father's will here on earth. And because they were put here and they were given free will and they gave that free will to Satan, they have now what? Produced the kingdom that Satan is really wanted since what? Since this hall started, it all goes back. Mystery Babylon, right? All goes back to Babylon. All goes back to the days of Noah. This is what his minions have been trying to execute. And what are we supposed to do? We are continue to be what? Moving forward with our father's agenda and his kingdom on the earth. Can I say this before you? Because you, you said something where you went to farmer camp. And I knew we couldn't let that word go. I, I just couldn't let it <laughs> you go. Dropped, he, he just hit it. You dropped that like like because ten minutes ago. He hot came potato, back hot to potato. It. <laughs> I want to say that this is functioning today, and these people are functioning. I want to say it like this. I'm going to put it out there. They're functioning as sorcerers. Yeah, give it to you. In Revelation 21:8, it reads for about the fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers and sorcerers. And when you go to that word sorceress, uh, this word comes from the Greek word pharmacus, which is where we get the word pharmacon. And that speaks of a drug or a spell-given potion. And that word, when we look at pharmacon, it also goes to a pharmacist. A pharmacist. Now, before you start shaking, I'm not saying every pharmacist is bad, but I can't change what the word says. It's a pharmacist, a druggist, or a poisoner. A magician a pusher, and right? what they're doing is when you are putting when you are giving and we know when you're giving these poor God never intended for anybody to get a poison to get better mm. when you're giving someone a poison you're giving them a drug that can destroy them when you give me something that has lingering side effects that make my life worse than what you try what you call yourself giving me to make it better you are operating as a sorcerer. Mm -hmm. and, and as leaders, you mentioned in pastors and leaders in the church, we cannot be fearful to tell people this because you know, well, there are people on this and there are people on this and they may be offended. The problem is we got away from trusting God for our well-being. And mm -hmm. we gave a lot of these things 
that we gave a lot of these things over. Uh, if a person, let's just say a person uh, has cancer or something, and they want to go through holistic healing, mm-hmm. there's a probability, and, and I know of cases where their insurance company won't cover it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, they're not going to cover. They it. won't cover it. Well, no, they won't. But if you go somewhere where they're going to poison you. Yeah. We'll cover it, but oh, we're yeah. not going to cover you to get holistic healing. Oh, of and, course. And those are things that we need to question. How far has America gone? How far has the Western culture gone? We treat people when they're already damaged. In the East, there's like preventative treatment. Okay, and and so just something I want to bring out there because we have to be very careful uh, just like when people say well today we believe the gifts of healings is and this is this is no slight because I believe they're good doctors and and, and I'm not one of those people who say well I have friends who are this I have friends well I do have friends who are but but I believe they're good doctors okay but I'm not one of those people who say well now the gift of healings now is where no because there are no side effects in the gifts of healings right Amen. when God right. makes you whole he makes you whole right and so we want just like I'm saying that this is how we need to speak concerning the things that are taking place in the earth today as men and women of God mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we know that like there might be some listeners that you get put off by that because you're like oh how could you be saying this but I, I would just like I always say do some research you'll find out that the pharmaceutical companies are for profit there and there's a great breast cancer um documentary i watched years ago and it it's kind of frightening because there's a very well-known breast cancer foundation that has made billions and do you know what they spend those billions on they spend it on finding drugs to prolong you but not to actually cure the cancer they're not looking for a cure knowing that this is a cancer that could be curable but they're not listening or looking for that at all those all that money they make goes into prolonging you being on that drug longer um any of those drugs there's so many that actually have such bad side effects but really they're not curing the, they'll tell you that pharmaceutical companies are not interested in the cure right no, because a cure symptoms. is a one and done now once you're you've got a cure you're off that med they yeah. want to keep you on that med because they're for profit they're not really here to save you mm-hmm. i and thank we, you for saying that alex because i believe that there are medicines that are good agreed and i also yeah. believe that as alex is saying what there are medicines that are abusive That's and right. they are intent intended to enrich people there, I mean, just look at let's let's go there. Let's just look at uh, during the uh, the uh, if I'll say this, I'll say it this way. Let's look at the, during the pandemic. Anything that could help you that had minimal to no side effects was berated and shot down, belittled, denied, and they chose to give you yep. things that had not even been tested nor approved. Mm-hmm. You became the testing ground. Guinea pigs, yeah. Multiple studies showed that just vitamin D could have dropped some death Selenium, rates by twenty-five to thirty percent. Yeah. Now yeah. think about that. But now ivermectin, right now, oh, now we have studies. And oh, they admit guys, it all. It's worse. Yeah. You know, a, a, something that somebody won a Nobel Peace Prize that is actually labeled as an antiviral that mm-hmm. was given to our troops. Constantly, somehow yeah. became a horse dewormer right. when they've been prescribing yeah, it that was by medical yeah. doctors to human beings. Suddenly they got to what? Oh, and it was laughter. It was laughter when Joe Rogan said that he took it, right? Yeah. When he got really sick. Yeah. It was, oh, Joe Rogan's getting better with a horse dewormer. Like it yeah. was vilifying and trying to make him look uh, stupid, which was their problem because he has the most popular podcast in the world. Yeah, it's interesting when you were talking about that with pharmacia and, and the side effects and so forth. I mean, being chiropractors, Dr. Cruz and I have been for 31 years. Gosh, that's a long time. I can't tell you how many patients I've seen that, that, that are what they think about their medication, what they're doing. It was like, let's take like diabetic medication. I mean, first of all, type 2 diabetes, when I graduated chiropractic school in 92, was not prevalent like it is today. It's epidemic today, and it's driven by the food and the high fructose corn syrup and, and so on and so forth. But when you take a drug like metformin, which can help control your blood sugar, it's not curing you. It's only helping you control your blood sugar. Where then I have patients who've, who have reversed their lifestyles, and they've lost 
weight, like 50, 100 pounds, and they've, and they've changed their, their diets and so forth, and they no longer need the medications. But do you think the doctors out there are going to sit there and promote that? No. No, they're, they're, you know, unfortunately they, you know, it's a lot easier and it's, uh, the blame is on us too, as, as the public, you know, we want the simple, you know, the simple cure or whatever that, you know, I have, <laughs> I have a friend of mine, he's, got, he's in the UK now, so if he, have, if he listens to this episode, he's going to get a chuckle out of this, but we used to play golf um, early, early, like on, on either Saturday, Saturday or Sunday mornings, just nine holes. And we'd go out early before eight o'clock. Well, he, I'm waiting there for him. It's like a half hour. I'm like, where are you? And he's taking me. He finally shows up. He's like, oh, I had a metformin morning. I said, I've told you, you don't need that medication. You could change your lifestyle. You'll, you won't need the medication. He's like, God, it was like, no, it's much easier to take a pill. You know, and we've had a discussion about that. But the, my point being is that it's, it's easier to take the pill than to change the way you eat or what you're doing and and that's pretty much why we're at with medication the way we are now i can give you i can give you a short affirmation to what you're saying short testimony nearly 30 years ago diagnosed type 2 diabetic uh i wept when the doctor said it and i felt like my body had been uh violated uh, the doctor began to talk with me about some things I was going to have to give up. It wasn't so much, and I want to be honest, it wasn't so much the eating was controlled, but even it was, I was going to have to back off from the pulpit. That wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And for a while, because I lift weights, strong, big, uh, I thought I'd be all right. Mm-hmm. But things got Worse and worse, I do readings. High reading for me was about 300. That was high. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor's giving me this uh, called glucotrol, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they gave me this other medicine, and I took one pill. And I looked and I said, No, I'm not going to take any pills. I told that doctor that God's going to heal me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a friend come in, this is a true story, a friend come in from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, tall, about 6'2", 6'3", he was an evangelist, talked like a cowboy, looked like a cowboy. And he came in and he said, Dr. Dozier, I want to talk to you about your eating. Mm. It's true. He brings this book, I never told him anything. He Uh brings this book, and I forget the name of the book, but it was on proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Well, I read this book. I read this book and I recognized that although I had big arms, big chest, big neck, all that stuff, I had too much big. <laughs> and I started running more because I used to run a lot. I started running more. I cut back heavily on carbohydrates. And when people tell you you don't need to cut back on carbohydrates, if you type two, you need to cut back on carbohydrates. Absolutely. I cut back on carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Um Started looking at it while I was eating. I loved Snickers ice cream bars. I loved them. Oh, the box couldn't last. No wonder you had I'm going there right now. <laughs> and when I would get thirsty, I was drinking Czech sodas. Yeah. To oh. quench my thirst. Yeah. So I was killing myself. I changed this thing, and I'm telling you, within two weeks, I was getting blood sugar readings of 75 and all, mm-hmm. and, and blood pressure and all. Mm-hmm. Come today, no medication. Mm-hmm. I have not been taking medication. Wow. I took those things for maybe, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks. And then the one I put it up, I said, this is, I set it up um, in my kitchen, uh, in my bathroom uh, cabinet. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that what they gave me, uh, there was a lawsuit that went out against this because I think people were getting cancer or something. Oh, great. It was called Vioxx. Do you remember that? Oh, well, yeah. Vioxx, they were, yeah. no, that was a yeah, heart disease. Yeah, yep. heart, that's mm-hmm. what heart disease, mm-hmm. heart attacks yeah. and all. I looked it's an I, said, I, I just yeah. looked at it, and it had to be God because I said, I did take one of those one time. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, no, I'm not taking this, God. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you're going to heal me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm here today, and I do not, take anything. I do my supplements. 
I don't take any glucotrol. I don't take anything. Right. And right. I haven't done it for over two and a half decades. Mm, so awesome. you're absolutely correct. If you take care of yourself and make the changes, sure. I've seen people who have not made the changes and went full blown. And unfortunately, some of them passed away mm-hmm. because they would not make the changes. Mm-hmm. But if you make the adjustments, mm-hmm. if you make the adjustments and it's type two, it can be reversed. Yes, it can. It can yeah. be reversed. So, guys, when we think back, I want to refer you back to an episode that was called Beware of Wealthy International Businessmen, and that is Revelations 18.23. And they're referring to the identity of Mystery Babylon, and that is this government that really brings in the beast, okay? And so it's very interesting because one of their goals is to put the light of the lamp inside of us out forever. That forever word wasn't used in that Old Testament saying. And then it was also talking about how to basically interfere with, okay, it talks about the voice of the bride and the bridegroom. And what it was, it was the administration of a drug. And so this ties back to this idea. You think about in the end times, what 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 else has to be administered, right? And so you think about a pharmacia. If we're administering a drug, we're talking about this access to your body. What they're administering, they need access to your body. And you see, that's where these technologies really come into play here. And we could be talking about genetics. We could be talking about you know, what we think of as mind-altering drugs. We could be talking about nanorobots in your body, but the point is it's going to be administered, and they're going to call it what? We know they're going to call it a vaccine. And what do people call that? You see, that's where this administration part comes in. So that's why this is important, because guess what? The artificial intelligence needs something in your body so that it can contract you and control you. But the key we're going to keep going with in our next episode is understanding exactly who and what these artificial intelligence are really going to be and what they can really do in the world today. And that's why, if you're not talking about this, you're not a watchman because this is something, and that's the last part we're going to talk about, is how this threatens you know, Christians all over the world right. all at once. Yeah, humanity's threatened. That's yeah, like that it, guy all said. of us, yeah. right? Dr. Dennis, you want to pray us out, brother? Like we can do that. Lord God, I just want to thank you, Lord, for bringing us together today and to go through some of these difficult topics and that you have allowed us to make it digestible and lightened the load, so to speak, so the audience would not be totally, totally dismayed or upset about what we were talking about Lord we just want to put down out our words that that there's grace and there's mercy in these words by your power by your spirit Lord we ask that you touch those people on the other end of these microphones and that you would touch their lives and you would help encourage them to what no matter what happens you are still in control you are on the throne and we thank you and we praise you in Jesus name Amen. 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 God bless each one of you guys. Before we head out, can you tell us what's going on with you and Word of Grace and Truth Ministries? Well, we've got uh, an exciting uh, women's retreat coming up. In July, actually, it's an encounter, the DWE Designing Women Encounter. It's going to be from July 20th through the 23rd at the Safety Harbor Resort and Health Spa in Safety Harbor, Florida. Uh, there'll be some great speakers. Uh, there'll be some uh, good food. And there'll be great fellowship. If you are interested in coming, now this is a women's, this is a women's encounter. If you will be interested in coming, uh, you can dial 813-903-8822 and ask for Claudia Dozier. She is the encounter host. And once again, the dates are July 20th through the 23rd of 2023. Awesome. Thank you so much. 
Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hey folks, it's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about Protanum. I've been taking Protanum for a few years and you know what? I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. At least I think I am. Anyway, Protanum is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest you use Protandum.